Welcome to Beyond the Lines. I'm your host, Jason Davis. You can follow this podcast on Facebook at Beyond the Lines Podcast, on Instagram, Beyond the Lines Podcast, on Twitter at underscore Beyond the Lines, and also on TikTok at Beyond the Lines Podcast. Also, if you have any questions, ideas, or show comments, you can email me at btlpodcast213 at gmail.com. This episode is sponsored by Davis Vending. If you're in the Tampa area and you need a snack or drink machine for your employees or customers, contact Davis Vending at 813-530-6763. Or you can email them at davisvending71 at gmail.com. Davis Vending offers great service and at affordable prices. For all your vending needs, contact Davis Vending. This is episode number 59 and the third installment of the Spotlight Series. Today's focus will be on the defensemen in hockey. So now... Let's meet this episode's guest. My guest today is Liam. He's a 12-year-old hockey player from Florida. Liam, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for being here. So today we're going to talk about hockey and more specifically your position. So I'm glad to have you on the show to talk about that, okay? Great. First of all, how long have you been playing hockey? I've been playing hockey since like first grade, so when I was like six or seven. Okay, and what got you interested in playing hockey? They built a rink just down the road from me, and I uh, liked watching like the NHL and stuff. It was an interesting sport, skating and shooting. All right, so you said you started out when you were six years old, correct? Six or seven, yeah, around there. Okay, so what was the hardest thing to learn when you first started playing hockey? Uh, hardest thing to learn, probably just getting control of the puck. I mean, I did lots of skating lessons and stuff, but it's a whole different thing rather than just throwing a ball and catching a ball and running. You actually have to, like learn a whole different mechanic with your hands to stick handle and stuff. And what part of those mechanics did you have to learn the most? Just like keeping control of the puck and not losing it. It's tough to do. Okay. How long do you think it took you to get used to that? Probably about a year. A lot of the first steps of my hockey career, I guess you could say, was like just learning how to skate. So that's also a big part of it. Okay. Now, did you take skating lessons or when you joined the team, they taught everyone how to skate? How does that work? I took skating lessons because it's better to like just to progress skating first before you get introduced to the actual hockey aspect. So I did that first. Okay. Now, what are two or three things you like about playing hockey? Um, I like that it's very unique rather than just running and catching a ball like anybody can do. It's a very different entire mechanic of the sport. And just like having a, a team sport, I like getting to know the team and having fun with your friends. Okay. Now, what other sport would you say hockey is closely related to? It's similar to lacrosse in ways. Some would say maybe soccer and positioning. Okay. So for those of us who have never played hockey or even understand the rules of hockey, what would be the easiest way for us to understand the sport when we're watching it? Well, I learned a lot of like just the rules of like offsides and icing and things from actually a a video game that I play, NHL 23, 19, whatever it was. But it teaches you a lot about the rules and also just like watching professionals. Okay. Now that's what I did. I Googled offsides and I Googled some of the other rules and I sat and watched a hockey game and I still did not see offsides. 
And so I'm assuming just like most sports, although you can look up the rules and you can Google them and look at the sport, there's probably some differences that unless you actually really know the sport, you really won't pick up on those things. For instance, in football, there's offsides, but there's also encroachment, there's in the neutral zone. So there's some little idiosyncrasies when it comes to sports. And I'm assuming hockey is the same way. You can look at offsides. But there's other little things about offsides that you don't pick up unless you actually watch the sport. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. So more specifically to your position, what skills must you have to play right defense? It's kind of about having like accuracy and precision, hard shooting. And then like on the actual defensive side, it's a lot of positioning, knowing where to be at the right time and having the ability to fight in like small areas for the puck. Okay. Now I understand that there's rules when it comes to checking. Now, in your age group, being 12, are you allowed to check? I'm not allowed to check in 12U, but when you get to 14s, I believe, they are allowing some sort of checking, but the rules are being bent, and uh, you can't check as much in 14s and 16s anymore. Okay, and what happens if you do check when you're not supposed to? Uh, in my league, you can get a penalty, just a minor penalty, minute 30 in our league, for boarding, checking. I don't actually know what the call is. Okay. Now, are you in club hockey? I play travel for my team at my rink. Travel hockey, how competitive is it? It's pretty competitive. It's probably the best I could do. There's split into different uh, leagues. So there's like single A and double A. I'm on the single A, so it's the quote unquote not as good team. But yeah. Okay. Now, what's one thing you like most and one thing you dislike the most about playing right defense? What I really love about defense is that... um, just like knowing the position, I've played it a lot. It allows you to stop the shots and protect the goals rather than scoring them all because I feel that's more important to win a game. And then something that I wouldn't really like about it is that a lot of the goals are technically your fault. So um, <laughs> that's, that's a tough one. Yeah, I'm sure. You can't blame anything on your tendy. So when you play a defense, are you allowed to score or can you score? Uh, you can. A lot of the goals come from up on the blue line, so when you're in like the offensive zone of the ice a little further back and you just rifle them from above. Although a lot of times what we'll do because you can skate up and join the offense and score that way. Okay. Now explain in some simple terms, the difference between a blue line and the red line. So the red line is split at the middle of the ice. There's also goal lines on either end of the ice, which is where the net would be. Um, and then the blue line splits the ice into thirds. So if you saw the ice, Without any other lines, the blue lines would split it into thirds. In between is the neutral zone, and then where your goalie is is the defensive, and then obviously the other side is offense, and the offsides consists of the blue line. Okay, got it. Now, if you had to pick one thing that you must do to be consistent game in and game out as a right defensive player, what would that be? Like turning at the right times and knowing the exact timing of when the puck is going to be there, when that guy is going to cut to the middle. Just timing, I think, is it. You could get that right every time. Okay. Now, I know your ultimate goal is to stop the other team from scoring, but what are some of your other responsibilities as a right defensive back? A lot of it is from the defensive zone, uh, like breaking the puck out to the offense to even get a move up the ice rather than just staying in your own zone, vulnerable of goals the whole time. Okay. I've always wondered how difficult is it or how long does it take to get used to a puck coming at you at like 75, 80, 90 miles an hour? It depends. So a lot of times we try to angle the pass so rather than them just getting the wide open net to shoot or pass the puck to the other guy 
We try to take away the passing lane and force them to the boards, which makes them a little less possible to get a good shot off, and the goalie can take care of the rest. Okay. Now, who's your favorite hockey player? Um, I really like Ryan Callahan until he retired, and then I liked Ryan McDonough until he got traded, and now my favorite player is Brandon Hagel. Okay, and who's your favorite hockey team? Tampa Bay Lightning, because that's where I'm from, but if I couldn't choose a local team, then probably the New York Rangers. Okay. So now we're going to play a little game of fill in the blank, okay? There's no wrong answers. You can choose any past hockey player, any present hockey player, anyone you want, okay? So you're going to fill in the blanks and no wrong answers, okay? Okay. All right. I want to be as good as a defenseman as blank. As probably Brian Burns. I would love to skate as fast as blank. Matthew Joseph. If I was in NHL, I don't know that I'd be able to stop blank from scoring because he's just that good. Um, Trevor Zegers. Oh, I thought you was going to say Ovechkin. If I could spend one week with Blank talking to him, improving my game, and getting one-on-one training, it would be the best experience ever. Tage Thompson. And what team is he on? He's on the Buffalo Sabres. And why did you pick him? He's a very inspiring player to me. He scores a lot of goals. He's always in the right position. He knows what he's doing. He's a really cool guy. So finally, what advice would you give to a young kid who's considering playing hockey but don't know if they should or not? Well, it's really fun. The team experience is great. And like you should start skating before actually learning the skills of hockey itself. Well, Liam, I really appreciate you coming to the show and talking about hockey and specifically your position. I wish you much success moving forward. Are you going to be playing hockey in high school as well? Uh, yes, I hope so. Okay. Well, I wish you the best of luck. And again, thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Once again, I'd like to thank Liam for joining the show. If you enjoyed this episode, I ask that you share it with a friend. Also, I ask that you support the show by making a small donation. All you have to do is click on the support the show link in the show notes and donate. If you donate, you'll get a shout out in a future episode. And I thank you in advance. Please tune in for the next episode. And as always, thanks for listening. Take care. 